Well, hello and welcome to Finding Our Way, our Southridge Church member podcast designed to give people the inside scoop on life in our church. Here's our host and lead pastor, Jeff Lockyer. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Finding Our Way. We are getting deep into the summer season and uh, excited to look forward to an event happening in uh, around one month's time that we haven't been able to hold for a couple of years called the Global Leadership Summit. And uh, today I've got this year's uh, event manager for our Southridge host site, uh, a good friend of mine and a member of my life group named Christine Bags. Christine, say hi to everybody. Hi, Southridge. How's everybody doing? I know that you're a big uh, podcast fan yourself, so this is uh, giving you the inside take on the, the other side of this. That's right. I, I love listening to them. I wasn't sure about recording them, but we'll go with it. We'll go with it. Your daughter's done one, terrified at the beginning, <laughs> loved it by the end. Uh, hopefully the same ex- experience uh, for you. Right. Um, just uh, before we dive in and talk all things Summit, let's get to know you a little bit better. So tell us a little bit about yourself, personal life, all that kind of basic information, and then we'll dig in a little deeper. Great. Thanks, Jeff. So I, my name is Christine, and I live in St. Catharines uh, with my husband and two adult children some of the time. I attend the St. Catharines Southridge site uh, most often. Um, as I said, I have two adult children. One is at the University of Toronto, and the other one is beginning his career as a pilot. Uh, we were empty nesters for most of this year, and uh, now I think we're called boomerang parents. Uh, they move in, they move out, uh, so sometimes they're here, sometimes they're not. Uh, my day job is a principal um, in an elementary school here in DSBN, and I've been attending Southridge regularly for about five years, I would say. On the boomerang thing, dare I ask you, like, which of those directions you and Kirk prefer? Like... <laughs> Is the empty nest more fun or is the having all the all the chicks in the nest fun? Well, you know, there's uh, pros and cons to both. It's just always like the adjustment when they all come back and, you know, and they wander in and say, uh, is there food? And you think, <laughs> yes, it's in the kitchen, but yeah. uh, it's getting into, you know, we get into a rhythm of the two of us and then it's like, oh, no, it's three of us. Oh, no, it's four of us. Oh, it's three of us. Oh, it's four of us. So. Anyway, it's it's all good as whatever uh, they're doing. That's that's uh, where we're at. You know, they're in their early twenties, so that's where we're at. That's great. You mentioned that uh, you connected with Southridge probably about five years ago. Do you want to tell us a little bit of the backstory on how that happened? Yeah. So um, we got connected with Southridge when my daughter uh, started attending Eden High School. So previous to that, we hadn't really been a part of a church. Um, my husband's family was involved in the United Church, so we would go at you know the Easter, the Christmas, but weren't really involved. And she really wanted to become involved in church and learn about Jesus as she was going to chapel before school. So I reached out to a friend who had previously invited me to Southridge for you know Christmases, GLS actually the global leadership summit and talked about it and we talked about what that would entail so wanting to be a part of what she was doing we started attending church together and um you know i wanted to be part of that experience with her um it tracked we we thought southridge because i knew they were a really active youth group and i wanted her to feel connected so that was our first my first draw to it and then as i got involved uh started to learn about the church 
I really liked that our mission was to live more like Jesus, to love more like Jesus, and to bring Jesus to the world around us. It, it gave me a purpose for church. It made a difference to me. So um, that's how we got involved. I right away went to one of the, you know, learn about Southridge uh, meetings that we used to have, learned a little bit about Southridge. You and I talked a little bit further. And then uh, as I got involved with the life group right away, that just uh, cemented it for us and then got involved in some um, first impressions ministry and working in the shelter. And it's been home ever since. Yeah, it's a funny story to, to, to think, especially of Amy's experience showing up at chapel, you know, grade nine at, at Eden. I knew her at that time because she had joined the cross country team. And uh, for her to kind of be exposed to this language and this experience and, you know, Amy's a pretty high achieving person, but to feel like she was kind of fish out of water, didn't really know any of this, didn't really, you know, didn't really make sense to her. And so it was almost like a, a subject that she hadn't mastered yet. She's like, listen, I want to know more. I got to get a handle on this. So let's dig, let's dig in a little deeper and uh, let, let's, let's get our heads around this, this faith in, in Jesus thing. So it was kind of neat to watch from, from that perspective for a while. And then, you know, I don't know if it's, it's Amy's personality or because, you know, in your own world, you said you're a principal, so you have that kind of leader mentality whether you were just kind of able to navigate your way through things, but uh, it wasn't long before it felt like you knew more people around the community than I did. And uh, <laughs> we're, we're kind of in like Flynn. So it's been really, really cool to see. And uh, like you said, we connected as a, as a light group for the last little while, it, which has been great too. It's interesting because I've always said to the kids, uh, you know, you don't join things and not be a part of things. Like you're not there to take, you're there to give. And uh, so when we joined church was the same thing to me. So that, that, and I love the way that it's encouraged at Southridge and it, it's made very easy if, if that's what you want. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Now in your background, you know, you, you, you show up at Southridge largely or primarily because of Amy's curiosity, where would you say your faith was at and you know, what's kind of happened since then over the last five years? Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, so Amy and I have had many conversations and, you know, you're a parent, you're busy. And I'd say, oh, of course you did Sunday school. You did Sunday school at, you know, your great grandpa's church. And she's like, no. And then realizing my kids are five years apart. So realizing it was a bit of for her brother and it wasn't a great experience. So we stopped. Uh, my own faith, I would say, was very private, very individual. Um, and as I've learned over time, not as effective when you're not in community, really. Uh, so, you know, did I did I read passages myself? Did I look up uh, passages? Did I pray myself, but never in community? So as we got involved in Southridge and the spiritual practices were really coming full force then, right? That spiritual gymnasium really gave me an outlet to, you know, this tracks with me, this makes sense to me. Um, so it, and I, we used to say this, we used to leave way back five years ago. Uh, I'd leave on Sunday and I would think, okay, okay, God, I heard you. Like you're speaking directly to me. How is today's topic directly what I need? How, how is God always knowing every week what I need? And still happens from time to time, but definitely was happening that first year every week and really, uh, really helped. So, um, yeah, so that was, that was where we were. And, and now, as you say, full in and, and, uh, tracking with it weekly. Similar, uh, similar to Amy's high school experience. It feels like in this five or so year run, a huge part of your church experience 
has been in the two and a half years of pandemic. (laughs) So, I mean, talk about that. That certainly provided all of us some real challenges. I know in your world, there's, there's been some challenges kind of exacerbated through the pandemic that you've had to face. How's all that gone? Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, I was so glad we at least had the online, but it was a little weird in, in our home. Um, my husband's experience with church was through the United Church with his grandfather being a minister, and he's chosen that organized church is not for him. So uh, when we start having pandemic uh, uh, church in the living room, guess what? It is for you. So yeah, that was interesting for our family. <laughs> Harder to opt out. <laughs> Hard to opt out when it's in your living room and we're singing at the top of our lungs. So, um, so that was interesting. But absolutely, this past year has been a challenging season for me. And uh, thank goodness I still had that connection online. And then as we got back live, definitely helped more because if it wasn't for the prayers and setting aside some time for quiet time with God, trying to listen, um, I, I don't know if I would be where I am now, which is in a much better better place for sure, right? Um, I started a year ago or so having a word of the year, and my word this year was trust. And uh, for those that know me, A-type personality, trust is a hard one in that it also means I'm not in the driver's seat. It's not my journey that I'm going to walk alongside Jesus and hope that he's guiding me. There's a plan there that I'm not fully in in charge of. And Mm -hmm. so that's been uh, interesting and and, um, challenging. Uh, Patience is not one of my strengths. So learning a lot about that and, and slowing down that uh, we've talked many times about the pandemic originally slowed us down and being in the education world sped us up and then slowed you down and then pivot and and uh, then reopening sped it way up. So so that's been interesting to practice. Yeah, it's another one of those stories we've been t- noticing a lot lately where people are feeling this weariness from years on the battlefield of pandemic vaulted right back into the hamster wheel of the busy routine with no recovery. Right. And you know, at so many levels, that's been uh, exhausting and something I know in our August teaching series that we're going to give some uh, attention to try to address and again, help us to kind of experience the presence, the rest, the, 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 the soul filling recovery of Jesus uh, especially as we, we uh, kind of reload and gear up back for the fall. So in that spirit, let's talk about the summit because uh, you're playing Absolutely. this uh, leadership role as event manager. So a few basics for people who are listening. And I know, you know, it's not just Southridge members. We've got leaders from uh, all over the place that, that track with us uh, in this uh, regular conversation. So at its most entry level, like what is the Global Leadership Summit? So, It really is. It's an international two-day event in August, August 4th and 5th this year. And it focuses on bringing that learning, new ideas, perspectives through inspiring stories uh, from various leaders in like a multitude of fields. It's not just, you know, um, I'm in the education field. So it wouldn't like be going to an education conference or a business conference or a spiritual um, church conference. It's sort of a combination of all of that in one place. And the goal is really to be a catalyst for change uh, in the world by empowering people 
to lead right where you are. This isn't about, you know, it's only for CEOs. It's only for pastors. It's, this is about, we're all leaders right where we are. Um, you're gathering as a global community, which blew me away the first time I saw it. And, uh, with people from all over the world that want to bring change and growth and hope, uh, to people right where they are. Yeah. It's, it's, it's interesting. You're tapping into sort of the two sides of it, you know, on the one side, no matter what your discipline or expression in, in your life, we all have influence. And so Absolutely. when it talks about leadership, that's really what it's talking about is the, the effect, the impact you have on other people. And not just like influence, like a car salesman, I want to persuade you or negotiate you right. to, to, to close the deal. Influence in the sense that what, what kind of kindness am I demonstrating? What, what culture am I, am I creating in my work environment or even home environment or whatever? Um, you know, what's the, the legacy that I'm, that's what we're talking about when we're talking about, when we're talking about influence, the, 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 the impact that I have on other people, which is Jesus followers particularly, um, is, is especially important. So that then the other side, it, it invests in helping develop people's influence so that we can kind of raise the kingdom tide or raise the Jesus tide in our world, across the world, whether it's in a school or in an office or a workplace or a hospital or in your home or your neighborhood or whatever. And so, Absolutely. you know, it's gone through a few taglines. It talked at one point about everyone having influence, talked about leading where you are. And it's, it's, it's all trying to get at that idea of having this effect on the people around you and learning how to have a greater positive effect or Jesus effect on the, the people around you so that we can be more of that, you know, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven kind of a people. Absolutely. And so I think, you know, your story is interesting, Christine, because when you first uh, experienced the South, the, the, the summit as a, a guest at our Southridge host site, you were coming from the academic background. You were coming as a principal of a DSCN school. So with, with that, with that perspective or that experience, talk about what it was like to take in the, the summit that first time and what it did for you. You know, it, it's interesting because um, I always say to my my colleagues, it is so perfectly placed for education, even though that's not the goal, uh, because you've had about a month of, okay, we've come down from the year and uh, August, not that you're gearing up right away, but like that beginning of August, man, I left inspired. Um, I've heard people that I've heard the CEO of uh, Ford International. I would never go to a conference and and hear that person speak about leading the company, about changing the company. You know, I've heard from creative people. And, and so you bring little pieces and you go, what can I bring to where I am and what I'm doing? And, and that definitely, that, that message is definitely clear throughout the two days that it's, you're taking pieces from all these people and what can you do where you are? And uh, inspired, energized are the big words I would use. Yeah, the, the, the envisioning, equipping, and encouraging are the words that the GLS uses. And that really, I, I hear a lot of people say that, that they, that they leave inspired. And so the, the, you know, as you think about it, for, for, especially for church people listening, the, the assumption is that this is just you know, one, one other church conference. 
And I hope that you're catching kind of the heart or the vision that, that Christine's describing, because really the, the zenith of the summit, if, if, you know, if this were kind of operating on its full potential, any person of influence in a region would convene at the site of that region to personally and together develop our influence so that we can be a greater Jesus kingdom tied in our community, in construction, in healthcare, you know, in education, in sports, in arts, and in church, you know, let Absolutely. alone just in family and personal life. And so there's this groundswell of community-wide difference-making that the GLS can ultimately encourage if we'll open ourselves up to these two days. And I know for me, I've experienced it time and time again. I've seen it in people, whether they're from a faith background or not. When you make that undivided space available, God does something, right? When you make Absolutely. that two days of undivided space available, God does something. And so Absolutely. Uh, we're, we're, we're excited to host that. The other, the other comment that you made that I think is significant is the timing of it, at least for teachers and for people in church work. You know, we have this kind of fall launch timing. And, yeah. you know, when you try to do a bit of recovery or vacation or whatever in the summer, that first weekend in August is a great wake-up call to uh-huh. give you, you know, two or three weeks to kind of gear up for our ministry to recruit, to train, to plan and organize in advance of that, you know, post-Labor Day launch. And so for us, you know, as a local church, uh, we love to host it to try to be this gift to the broader influence culture of our, of our Niagara Region community. But we just love that we get to host it for our people because in the timing of our ministry rhythm, it, it, it serves as a real gift to us in preparation for our fall launch. So if people are Absolutely. wondering why we do this, um, you know, that's sort of what, what's, what's driven us the past number of years. I guess I'm curious to know this year, you know, Kathy sends you an email, I shoot you a text, you know, what do you think about leading this? Why would you, why would you be willing to be the event manager of this outside of you're a school teacher, you got the summer off, you're probably looking for something to do. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if that's always the case. There's always stuff to do, but you know, I I uh, I loved attending in person. The vibe, the buzz was excellent. It was canceled for a year, obviously for COVID reasons. Last year online, you know, is there not the same when you're in your living room and you know life is going on around you. So I really want to be a part of bringing this back live, uh, making this uh, the event that people get energized. I, mean, I think we're all feeling that need to be reinvigorated, to be refreshed, to be inspired. And so I wanted to be a part of that um, just to bring that live event back and, and have others enjoy it the way I have in the past. Right. Mm-hmm. And it, it is a like we've talked about a replant. Right. This is the same thing. People have been used to. Eh, I'll just put it on my computer while I'm doing other things. No, no. Come. It's it's live and there's a different feel. Yeah. When you're talking about the, this event, like the convening power is actually a big part of it. The convening power is actually a big part of it. And so for someone thinking, eh, I'll just get the link and take it in or, you know, get the seven days video on demand and peck away at it kind of as I, as I can, you'll get a small fraction of the experience in relation to what it's like to be part of this convening power that the GLS intends to provide. So um, getting a little practical then, for yeah. our host church, all the Southridge members listening, um, we get a, a host church 
discount, a special rate, and that rate's been extended to this Wednesday, to June 30th. And so, you know, if someone's listening on the participant side, we're thinking, hey, we may want to be a participant in this event. Uh, how can someone sign up for it? So there was an email that came out that has a link. So you may want to just check there. That might be easy uh, for our members. There was an email that came out to members. Um, or there is the southridgechurch.ca slash summit site. And so that's going to take you directly to the registration. And that gets you the uh, the discounted rate that, that we've got until next uh, next week, June 30th. Yeah, on that link, especially on the, the, the Southridge site, uh, the, the host church discount rate promo code is automatically embedded in that. So it should work right, as soon as you click it. It should be pretty user-friendly. And, and you know, especially if we're from Southridge and we've never been before because we haven't hosted it since 2019, like, what do we expect? It's two days, you said. It's at our St. Catherine's yeah. location. It's in our auditorium. Right. Yeah, what, so what, yeah, what happens? So that, I mean, the, the event is live in the States. And so we're streaming it in, uh, but it, we're streaming it in real time. So there is entertainment. There are speakers. There are hosts. We have hosts on site. There are hosts online as well. Uh, it, the buzz and energy in the room is amazing. And I expect that again this year. The number of different speakers and from different fields we have, amazing. And I expect that again this year. And we'll, of course, have like breakout break times where you can digest what you're hearing. Um, you can digest it with a team. You can digest it individually. Um, our prayer team will be there as well if, if you need to pray about some of this uh, with others. Uh, they're there. Of course, we'll have some snacks and we're hoping for some nice outdoor time. There's a good chunk of time for lunch where, again, teams can go and meet and digest and discuss. Uh, so it's, a re it's really well run. It's really well timed. We're looking forward to, to the fun. It's funny when you when you talk about even the practicality of the breaks. I know in my experience, I mean, I've been attending the summit since 97. So I experienced a few of these. And yeah. I would say that the the breaks and the lunches and just the, the, the processing time with other people in between sessions, in many cases is more of the gold than the kind of world class speaker content of the sessions themselves. I mean, yes. that, you know, we've that's got, what I missed in my living room. <laughs> yeah. We've got Craig Groeschel again. Andy Stanley is back. John Acuff. There's you know, a, a few other, you know, from the corporate world and, and uh, entertainment, whatever. And, um, you know, this is going to be top quality content and delivery, but the, the breakouts, the going for a walk outside and the, what did you think about? And what does that mean for us? And, is 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 really the, the the really bulk of the impact and so it taps into you know something you said about not what, what you can't experience when you when you're experiencing it in your living room um, and that is the taking it in with other people as you're thinking about registering christine you know why would you encourage someone to think about bringing two or three others that they can take this in with well, I tell you, I still thank uh, the two individuals that invited me way back when, when I wasn't even a member at Southridge. And, you know, I made it an annual event. I, I plan the rest of the summer around it. So again, I, I encourage people because you don't know until you've been there and you go with an open heart and an open mind. And it's incredible the work that God does through us 
when we're there. And uh, again, if you've got that person to, to talk with, to encourage it, my daughter and I have gone the last few times, uh, together but apart. So she's with her young group, I'm with, you know, adults, or I was volunteering a couple times. And then the drive home is a conversation as well, right? So there's, it's just that community. We've talked about it many times, right? We, we are human beings that are meant to be in community. And this is no different. And as a host site, I'd want our, our members to appreciate that those days, in fact, that whole week, we call it summit week, that first weekend, in, uh, the first week in August, um, Yes. Those two days, especially two things are happening at the same time, actually three, because we're still running a church, you know, with a shelter and multi-site, yep. all that on the side. <laughs> right. We've got Sunday coming pretty fast. But aside from that, like we're as a church experiencing the GLS, but we're also running the GLS, which is your side. Your, your side is less yes. about what happens in the actual uh, auditorium. And more, just the provision of hospitality and the the support the support of the experience. And so, I know for some people, you mentioned you've done this the last couple of times that we've hosted. I know my parents many of the times. I think they've attended once or twice, but most years uh, they they much prefer to volunteer at the summit. So, if someone was thinking, you know what, this is pretty cool, but I'd rather serve than attend. Uh, can you talk about some of the different hospitality roles that someone could play? Right. And it really is our chance to uh, show the rest of the community what a welcoming place Southridge is, right? So we're looking for our greeters and our ushers who are there to help all of our guests and members, but all of our guests, you know, navigate around, find what they need, answer questions, those sorts of things. We need some people to look after registration, obviously, Uh those that are pre-registered, getting their package, getting their name badges, but also those that come in that day and register. We're going to need some people to help with the registration. And uh, just like on Sundays, we're going to need some people with food and, and cafe type backgrounds. Um, there'll be some snacks and what have you, at breaks and coffee and tea. Uh, so we need some people that are going to help organize that and get it out there on time and clean it up afterwards. So that's those are the big uh, roles that we're looking for. Um, we've got a bit of a prayer team, if that's up your alley. Uh, we could always add to our prayer team as well. Yeah, if people are familiar with our uh, large group gatherings on Sundays, we, we like to describe the summit as our first impression ministry on steroids. Right? That's right. It's, it's kind of this, this full intensive with a few extras registration and you know extra snacks yes. and yes. things like that. But it's it's our first impressions ministry on steroids. And I guess there's a couple of things that you're you're noting there. First of all. If you have never served, this is a terrific opportunity for what we call a first serve experience because it's, it's so intensive in the two days that you can jump in to you know play a, a simple but significant role. And over the two days, like by the end of the two days, you're like BFFs with two dozen other people that you didn't know. And, yeah. and it's a great way to kind of flex some ministry muscles in a way that connects you very quickly. It can really catalyze uh, your own connection. The flip side is, and I come back to, to even your experience as an attender there, Christine, like there are people who are darkening the doors of the GLS that would or have never darkened the door of a church. And I think back right. to your experience when Amy, you know, wanted to kind of explore faith a little more personally, like you had that equity and comfort of knowing what it feels like to walk into the auditorium at Glenridge 
and knew that that wasn't intimidating. It, it had a vibe already that the first impressions of the GLS actually helped contribute to. So Absolutely. I would hope that people can not only experience something for themselves, but know that you, you're making a significant impact by serving the guests and the registrants of the GLS through your contribution. So if, if, if someone was kind of interested in that side of it, I'm not going to attend, but I'm going to serve, like who could they contact or who could they get in touch with to at least know more about maybe one of these roles? Yeah. So, uh, Saturday, uh, uh, in St. Catharines, I'm there on Sundays. Absolutely. Come on up, uh, approach me or leave, you know, we always say those contacts at the welcome desk. You can definitely leave a message at the welcome desk saying, Hey, I'd like to know a little bit more about volunteering for the summit. That'll get to me and I'll reach out. Just leave me some contact information. Or if you're into the email part, summit at southridgechurch.ca and then i'll uh, reach out and let you know and we can either uh you know have a little coffee or a conversation whatever works and we do you know we're going to provide you with um training we're going to provide you with information no one is expected to jump in know how to do this know what they're expected of we do all that we're there i'm there for two days with a team we're all there supporting each other. And I love the way you said, get to know people. Cause you know, I knew my life group. I knew the few people that I sat around at church and then went and volunteered at the GLS. And all of a sudden I knew 40 more people at uh, Southridge just from those couple of days, right? Uh, uh, it, it's a lot of fun. The volunteers, you know, there is a lounge set up for you. You can take in a couple of speakers cause we do give you breaks and what have you. And, and so it's a great way to kind of experience both a uh, little bit of GLS, a little bit of uh, what first first impressions looks like. Yeah, I, I mean, people don't need to sign their life away as far as the commitment to this other Absolutely. than the two days. But, but there is also advanced training provided. So you do, you, it is yes. more than just participating for the two days. So if someone's wondering like what the commitment's like, you, you sign up, you, you plug into your team, you get a bit of training so that you're familiar and comfortable with it, especially the week of you know, in the, in the days leading yes. up to the, the GLS, that summit week. And then off we go Thursday and Friday, uh, August 4th and 5th. So uh, we're super pumped, Christine, grateful that you're playing this role this year and, and really uh, can embody kind of as a person who's experienced this, you know, even before, you know, really tracking with Southridge as a summit participant, as a Southridge summit participant, and in the last number of years as a Southridge summit uh, member of our GLS serving team, uh, you really are, have embodied the, the the vision of this and certainly encapsulated it really well in this conversation. I'm wondering, and as we wrap up, any final kind of encouragements or challenges specifically to our members, I guess, in this conversation when it comes to really leveraging and maximizing the GLS this year after two years off? Yeah. You know, I think there isn't a person out there that couldn't do with some refreshing, re-energizing, some inspiring these days. And um, God has always worked through this summit and they share stories every year. And it's incredible. It's amazing. The stories alone are inspiring of how God has worked through this summit in people all over the world. Um, don't ever think it isn't for me because I'm not the boss at work or the leader or the owner. I'm too young. I'm too old. Get all that out of your head. Come out, come out, open your hearts. And, uh, the possibilities are endless. Um, <laughs> to use the kids terms, we can all be influencers where we are. Uh, so this is a great opportunity to learn how that might happen and work through you. 
Awesome. Christine, thanks for being here. And uh, we're pumped to see over the next month this thing come to life. Uh, southridgechurch.ca slash summit is our host site registration. Again, uh, thanks to all of you uh, for tracking with us again this week. And we'll see you in seven days as we continue finding our way together. Take care, everybody. Thank you.